Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 5, Episode 45 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we conclude this week's study of our Come Follow Me materials, studying in Matthew Chapter 5 and Luke Chapter 6 in the week of February the 13th to February the 14th. And today we're going to finish uh, the bit in Luke 6 that we were looking at yesterday and then focus on Matthew 5, 48 uh, and uh, a verse which is well discussed, I think, uh, in our studies. So just really in Luke 6, just to finish off with uh, looking at the kind of Luke version of the Sermon of the Mount, uh, there is an interesting few verses here which talks about um, how to stand out, how to be able to live in a in a way that is of a more dedicated way than others um it says in verse 32 and 33 for if ye love them which love you what think what thank of thee for sinners also love those that love them and if you do good to them which do good to you what thank have ye for sinners also even do the same so he's kind of furthering this point of you know loving those that despitefully use us and uh and you know to curse a blessing those that despitefully use us um, because if we don't do that, if we just love and thank and uh, honour those people that, and do good to those people that do good to us, well, you know, anyone can do that. It's very easy to do because they have done good to you. But doing it to someone that hasn't done that, that takes things to a whole other level. In verse 34, a very interesting thing he says, And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. Um, this points that... If you give something to someone with an expectation that you're going to get it back, um, then you know that's not really the way of the of, that's not really Christ's way. He says, uh, at present, James E. Fowles says this quote: Another interesting new doctrine was to go beyond loving, only at, was to go beyond loving only our own and being good to just our friends. Another strange idea Jesus taught was to lend goods and money, hoping for nothing in return. The master counselled us to be merciful, to judge not and condemn not, and to be kind to the unthankful and to the evil. He also spoke of being careful when all men shall speak well of you, because all men spoke well of the false prophets. Close quote. So just this reminder that, you know, uh, going on from what we spoke about in the last episode or so, uh, is that we need to reach out to support and bless all, no matter who they may be. Um, and whilst that may be difficult uh, at times, um, it is, of course, the way that Christ would have us to be, uh, to love all God's children, no matter what they have done or, or will do, even if it involves us, uh, the things that they have done. So uh, we then get to Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, uh, and it is a very no, well-known verse where it says, where Jesus says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Now, of course, people may read that and go, well, how can we do that? That's just not possible. We can't be perfect. President Russell M. Nelson taught, quote, The term perfect is translated from the Greek teleos, which means complete. The infinitive form of the verb is teleona, which means to reach a distant end, to be fully developed, to consummate or to finish. Please note that the word does not imply freedom from error. It implies achieving a distant objective. The Lord taught you are not able to abide the presence of God now. Wherefore, continue in patience until ye are perfected. Um, close quote. So 
this idea of being perfect was actually not quite what was said when Jesus spoke the word teleos. He was speaking of being complete, uh, be be able to be able to ful- be fulfill your end objective, which is for us, um, you know, exaltation and beyond that to become as God um, and to be complete. But at this point, we're not at that point, and we should not expect ourselves to be at that point. Christ does not. Um, but of course, we can only try and follow him, do the best that we can and make those small steps each day to get closer, to make those choices which indicate and to become um, more like him. The choices we make are important, of course, but the becoming is the most important part uh, in that. Um, what's interesting, of course, as we, as you probably know, is that in Third uh, Nephi, um, the Saviour is teaching this sermon um, and there is a link uh, between this verse and what he says in the in the new testament in the new world not in the new testament in the book in the book of mormon in the new world after his resurrection um, because he says something about this but he does not say it in this way uh, there is a little bit added which includes himself uh, even as your father in heaven uh, is perfect but also in third nephi twelve forty eight. Therefore, I would that you should be perfect, even as I, or your Father in heaven, who is in Father who is in heaven, is perfect. At that point, the Savior includes Himself in this description. So, why did He not include Himself in the description to the people in the old world? Was it perhaps because of uh, His links that He had, uh, that He grown up there, and perhaps it would be too much for them to take at that point to suggest that He was perfect, or rather, was it because He Himself was not yet complete in the sense that? He did not, he had not yet completed his mortal journey. He had not yet completed his um, mission, which was, of course, to perform the atonement. And, of course, he had not received a body of uh, a resurrected body as his father. So once we put it in that sense, yes, he was not complete in that way. He was perfect in the sense that he did not make a mistake, that he was the only perfect person to live on the earth. Um which just adds further understanding to the fact that this perfect will be pointing to being uh, complete uh, rather than necessarily perfect, Um, which I think just really helps us to understand further um, this point. Uh, Sterling W. Sell said this, quote, The objective of life is not only to live well, live long, but also to live well. It is not only to acquire, but also to become. It is not only to receive benefits, but also to render service. Wealth consists not so much in what we have as in what we are and do. Um, Not only has each of you been created in the image of God, but each has been endowed with a set of attributes of divinity, the development of which is one of the purposes for which we live. The plan of eternal progression contemplates that the offspring may ultimately become like the parents, and therefore fulfill the scripture which says that men are that they might have joy, as the greatest joys of life are the joys of being. Close quote. It is a lifelong, and when I say lifelong, I don't mean to the end of this mortal life, but the life that continues on after, a lifelong pursuit uh, to become complete. But And we cannot do it. There's no way we can do it alone. It is with our Saviour and his, um, his intervention and his divine support and grace that he's able to help us to do this. But it is doable because of him. Thank you so much uh, for listening to the episode today. Please do join us as we uh, take our Monday episode tomorrow uh, and then begin our study next week on Tuesday. 
Um, thank you very much for listening. Please share the podcast and share what you've been studying on the Facebook group. And until we meet again. <laughs>